Good morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. Yes, Let us yes. be glad and rejoice yes. in it. Oh, yes. It is a blessing to be in church one more time. It's a blessing to be anywhere where you can enjoy and praise the Lord God in spirit as well as in truth. I ask now that you will pray with me. Gracious God, we praise you and we thank you for this time of worship. We thank you, Lord God, for this hour of worship and all that it brings to us. Thank you, Father, for we know that there are many places we could have been, but you blessed us to be here and to be in worship. And for that, we say thank you. Father, we give you praise and we thank you for all goodness and mercy. We bless you for the love that created us and sustains us from day to day. Lord God, we praise you for the gift of your son, our savior, yes. through whom you have made known your will as well as your grace. We thank you now, Lord, for every church door that is open in your holy and righteous name. Help us to treasure in our hearts all that our Lord God has done for us and enable us now, Lord, to show our thankfulness by our lives as we give them wholly to your will and to your way. We ask it all in the name of Jesus, amen. The praise team is here and they're coming at this time to carry us further into the worship service. Oh yes, we're still here. We're still here to give him glory. Simple song says, God made me. God made me. He made me who I am. Say it again. God made me. God made me. He made me who I am. Sounds good. Say that again. God made me. God made me. He made me who I am. Oh, say it again. God made me. God made me. He made me who I am. This is my part right here. Simple song says, I'm a conqueror. I'm a conqueror. I'm victorious. I'm victorious. I won't be stopped. I won't be stopped. I won't be stopped. I won't be stopped. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I'm an achiever. I'm an achiever. I won't be blocked. I won't be blocked. I won't be blocked. I won't be blocked. Why? Because God. God made me. right here. Come on. I'm a conqueror. I'm a conqueror. I'm victorious. I'm victorious. I won't be stopped. I won't be stopped. I won't be stopped. I won't be stopped. I 
scripture this morning is coming from the book of James, the first chapter, verses 2 through 4, and it reads as follows. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into a dive of temptation, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. Let us pray. Oh, gracious Heavenly Father, dear God, we come this morning giving you the praise, the glory, and the honor. Father God, we thank you for last night's sleep, for you keeping your angels encamped around us. Dear God, we thank you for awakening us this morning and closing our right mind with blood floating warmly throughout our body. Father God, we pray and thank you for this day, O oh Heavenly Father. Lord God, we just thank you for your grace and your mercy, O oh Heavenly Father. Father God, we pray, O oh Heavenly Father, and thank you for all the blessings that you bestowed upon us, O oh Heavenly Father. Lord God, we just pray that you just bless us to be obedient in your word, O oh Heavenly Father. And Father God, we pray, O oh Heavenly Father, for the sick this morning. The shedding in, Father God. Father God, we pray, O oh Heavenly Father, throw your arms of mercy around us, O oh Heavenly Father. Keep us in your care. Father God, we thank you for your daughter and son, Jesus, who hung, bled, and died on carry, O oh Heavenly Father, for our sin. Father God, we thank you for giving us Pastor Buckley, O oh Heavenly Father. I pray that you just continue to bless him with wisdom and knowledge, O oh Heavenly Father, that he will continue to lead your people, O oh Heavenly Father, in the way that you would have us to go. Father God, I pray, O oh Heavenly Father, that you would, O oh Heavenly Father, send a cure, O oh Heavenly Father, for this pandemic that we're going through, O oh Heavenly Father. Bless the old, O oh Heavenly Father, who is going through, O oh Heavenly Father, for we know you a doctor, you haven't lost a patient. We know you got enough medicine in him and your garment to heal any type of sickness, any type of mental or disease. And Father God, we pray these and all the blessings in your son Jesus' name. Amen. It's time now for us to bless the Lord through our giving. We understand that fully worshiping God includes offerings, which are given primarily for three reasons here at Cade. We give because it demonstrates our obedience to God. And then we give as a sign of our thankfulness for God supplying provisions in our lives. And thirdly, we give because we want to see God's kingdom grow 
through the missions and ministries that occur here and around the world through K Chapel. And there are multiple ways that you can give. You can give by giving on the K Chapel app. And then you can give by using the phone number that you see on your screen at this time. And the traditional way of giving with your envelopes. We ask now that you will further go into worship with the praise team as we give. to talk about the Lord this morning simply saying this your love for me it is so Jesus. It is so 
and it set me free. come thanking you for the gifts that were raised. Father God, we pray that you bless those that gave. Father God, bless those that wanted to give but didn't have to give. These are blessed sons. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
thank God. We thank God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit, our Comforter, just to give us this opportunity to have the motivation of our limbs, a voice to talk, legs to walk, and above all, to be able to worship him one more time. Amen. We also give honor to the pastor of this church, Reverend Reginald Buckley, as well as our pastor emeritus, Reverend Horace Buckley. We thank God for the both of them, for they have led and are still leading us in the way that he would have us to go. I ask now that you will pray with me. Father God, as you and your son in spirit are one, please allow your servant, your word, and your wisdom to become one so that we may affirm the eminence of your kingdom, the power of your spirit, and the lordship of your son. I trust you now for preaching. Oh God, guide my mind, guide my mouth for a few moments that I might be able to think your thoughts and clearly articulate your words. Touch, strengthen, and save, dear God, in accordance to your will. And I ask it all in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. This morning, our scripture lesson comes from the book of James. St. James, chapter 1, and we will be looking at verses 2, 3, and 4. James, chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. I will be reading from the New Living Translation. Dear brothers and sisters, whenever trouble comes your way, let it be an opportunity for joy. For when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be strong in character and you will be ready for anything. Amen. This morning we will be using for our subject, joy in the midst of a pandemic. Joy in the midst of a pandemic. In our complicated, hectic world, we all long for a ray of hope, some moments of comfort. We want a break from the chaos, a break from the crime-infested streets. We have fears like we're walking on eggshells because we're wondering who will the next victim be. We wonder what the next crime will be. The newspaper and the television constantly informs us of increasing numbers of people who have gotten sick and those who have even passed away 
from this terrible virus. We're tensed and we're nervous because we just don't know who the next victim will be. We wonder if it will be a friend, a family member, a neighbor, a church member, a relative, maybe even a first responder or health professional. We just don't know. Our hearts bleed at the terrible tragedies that sickness and illnesses bring upon us and the death of innocent people, which is inflicted from mentally ill and satanic individuals, especially when they kill children and the elderly. And even though there has always been and forever will be tragedy and crimes among us, we cannot shy away from our duties as Christians. We must continue to remind the saved as well as the unsaved that Jesus said that this life would be filled with trouble and heartaches, trials, and tribulation. But thank God he didn't leave it there. He said he would leave with us a comforter in the person of the Holy Spirit. All too often we lose our peace in the midst of tragedies and life circumstances. And when we do that, we have nothing that we can offer a world that's watching and wondering what we as Christians are going to do. If a neighbor comes to us distraught or over a tragedy, and then they find us undone, what kind of testimony have we got that we can give them about joy and about hope? It is the Christian's duty in a community to be able to encourage and to comfort each other through these difficult times. But we can only do that if we possess the peace of Christ and that peace which he purchased for us over 2,000 years ago with his own precious blood. Jesus said, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that you may be full. You see, the center of joy for the Christian is Christ. The joy is Christ's joy. It is simply the life of the Lord Jesus Christ being lived out in each and every one of us. As Christians strive to be as Christ was and as Christ is. And there are other kinds of joy and you can find them in other places but there is no place where we can find Christian joy except in Christ. Romans 14 and 17 tells us that the kingdom of God is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And I know someone is asking the question, Preacher, have you forgotten all of the things that we've lost during this pandemic? And you're saying we can find joy? 
Well, I'm glad you asked. Just maybe, maybe we lost sports and sporting events because we were worshiping the athletes more than we were worshiping and praising our God. Just maybe, maybe we lost the ability to go to the movie theater or to concerts because we were paying 25 to $30 per couple to go to the movies, anywhere from 50 to $150 to concerts. And we go to church and don't want to put a dime in the plate. Not to mention the fact that we get restless when the service lasts too long and don't let the preacher preach for too long. Just maybe. Maybe we lost the ability to congregate in churches because too many people were going through the motion but were not sincere about what they were doing, showing out and showing off instead of worshiping our Lord and our God. Maybe, maybe somebody was trying to impress folk instead of praising our Lord. And then when somebody was or is sincere, too much criticism and ask the question, do they have to do all of that? Just maybe, maybe we lost the ability to visit the hospitals and the nursing homes because too many of us were putting relatives and friends in the hospitals and the nursing homes and then forgetting about them, not going to visit with them and pray with them and just sit there and spend some time with them, maybe, just maybe. Maybe we lost the ability to have family gatherings and celebrations because all we did was argue, complain, fussed, and fought each other instead of enjoying each other and loving on each other. No, I haven't forgotten about the schools. Parents and guardians seem to have forgotten that the instilling of character and good behavior starts at home. That the school is a place for teaching and instruction, for academics, not teaching behavior, just maybe. And then there are a few things, sisters and brothers, that we can truly be thankful for that this pandemic has caused. For one, it has taught us that many things we thought we had to have, we don't have to have them at all. This pandemic, on the other hand, has made us realize that many things and opportunities that we had, we didn't take advantage of them. We took them for granted. Yes, it hurts, and it is painful that we cannot get together. But we can thank God that we still have joy, knowing that he is still on the throne. And then we also have learned how to appreciate home more than ever before in the history of this nation. We've been forced to stay there, but 
we can be thankful that we have a home to go to. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Wise, you can be thankful. You've been asking for that man to stay at the house. You've been saying, I wish he would spend more time here at home. And you had a honey do or a honey can you list. And now you're finally getting some of those things checked off. Be thankful for that. And husbands, yep, you can have joy because your bank account got a little more money now since sister couldn't go to the mall. Be thankful. Be thankful. There are some things that the pandemic has done that can still give us a few things to be thankful for. Families, be thankful because many of our families, we were seeing each other on the run. Somebody will be coming in, somebody else will be going out. Now that we have a pandemic, we've gotten a chance to see what it feels like to sit down at the table and eat a meal together again and talk and discuss things with one another as a family. You know, my parents told me, and this was just a few scores ago, that communication was very limited. Very few poor people and very few middle class people had means of communication when they were children. How they would only see people at church on Sunday. Maybe they would see them in the field through the week, but they couldn't socialize because they were chopping cotton or planting vegetables. But even then, some churches only met once a month. Some churches maybe twice a month. So communication was limited. And then me as a child in my lifetime, when I was a boy, when we got our first telephone, our communication was so limited that we were on something called a party line where you could pick up your phone and you may hear somebody talking because maybe six to ten families were on the same line. But people were respectful and they would say, Brother Wright or Sister Wright, give us a few more minutes and we'll be finished. But it was limited. It was years before we had our own individual lines. Parents, talk to your children. Let them know that we still have a lot of things to be thankful for, that God has brought us a mighty long way. Don't let them drown in a sea of depression and despair because of what's going on. Help them to focus on what they do have rather than what they don't have. There are so many means of communication now. We've got landline phones. We've got cell phones, text messages, GroupMe, Telegram, email, FaceTime, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Twitter, Snapchat, Zoom. There are so many ways we can still communicate. Let's be thankful for that. And I need to remind you of what the Apostle Paul told the church at Corinth in 2 Corinthians 4, 8 and 9. He said, we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed and broken. We are perplexed, but we don't give up 
and quit. We'll hunt it down, but God never abandons us. We get knocked down, but we get up again and we keep on going. Great example was that of Congressman John Lewis. And I don't know how long the night will last, but the scripture says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Yes, Psalms 46 reminds us that God is our refuge and strength. He's always ready to help us in time of trouble. So we will not fear, even if earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. Be still and know that I am God, and I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. Hello, somebody. This pandemic is all over the world. He said, be still, and he will be honored. So what are we going to do? What are we going to do in the midst of it all? You see, submitting to the Spirit, it means reading the Bible. Praying doesn't sound very original, but there's nothing more original than the Word of God and prayer. And if joy is in Christ, then everything that has to do with joy has to be centered around Christ. He said, heaven and earth may pass away, but my word will never pass away. Spending quality time with the Father. We're at home now. We can turn off the TV and the radio, and we can spend some quality time with our God. If we go into our secret closet and just spend some quiet time, we can hear a small voice down in here saying, you're still mine. In times like this, yes, we need a savior. Yes, in times like this, we need an anchor. And you know who that is, the man Christ Jesus. And be sure that you have your anchor anchored on Christ, for he is the solid rock. A few dollars in the bank is okay, sisters and brothers. A nice wardrobe is okay. But just look at what we've done with our wardrobes over the last few months. We didn't have nowhere to go. They were just in the closet. But if you want something that will sustain, maintain, keep you, protect you, calm you, and calm your fears, dry your tears, and soothe your doubts, keep you in your right mind, when many people around you seem to be losing theirs, brothers and sisters, you're going to need some joy. James 1, 2 through 4, I remind you, says, Dear brothers and sisters, whenever trouble come your way, let it be an opportunity for joy. Galatians 5 and 22 says, Follow the Holy Spirit, and the joy of the Lord will indwell. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, and against such there is no law. And they, that are, they who are Christ's have been crucified in the flesh. If we live in the Spirit, let us walk in the Spirit. 
So let us not be desirous of vainglory, provoking one another and envying one another. All I'm trying to say is this joy will allow us to be steadfast, unmovable, and always abounding in the word of the Lord in spite of a pandemic. This joy will allow us to help somebody else. Somebody else around us may not be as strong as we are. They would need our help. So let's remind them that God is still alive and well. And as long as God is alive, there is hope. There is hope. This joy reminds me that my life is a living testimony for sinners to see the love of Christ in me. This joy helps me to be strength to the weak Christians and to encourage the mature Christians that it's going to be all right. It reminds us that we are not our own, that we were bought with the blood of Jesus Christ, and life is not about us, but it's all about Christ who lives within us. It humbles us and it gives us humility. It keeps us mindful that only what we do for Christ will last. And it gives us a testimony so that we can tell a dying world that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And I rejoice because he lives. I can face tomorrow and all fears are gone because he lives. Blessed, blessed assurance because Jesus is still available to all of us. Oh, what a fortress of glory divine. I thank God and I thank you. You know, the psalmist said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Just don't forget, brothers and sisters, that God is still available and that all we have to do is call on him and he will answer. God bless you. God keep you. God allow his face to shine upon you and give you his peace. Through all of these changes we've gone through, through all of the ups and downs, I've learned to trust in Jesus I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, we can still be thankful that God is still in control. I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had questions for tomorrow. There have been times I didn't know right from wrong. But in every situation, God gave blessed consolation that my trials come to make me strong. Well, I thank God for the mountain, and I thank Him for the valley I thank him for the storms he brought me through for if 
would know that he could solve them. But now I know what faith in God can do. church home and you like to become a part of this fellowship I ask that you would now pray this prayer with me Lord I humble myself before you I believe that you are the son of God and that you died for my sins and I believe that God raised you from the dead and now you sit at the right hand of the Father. And I am accepting you as my Lord and Savior. You may also come by letter, Christian experience, or you may come just as you are if you prayed that prayer. You should see a number at the bottom of the screen, and you can call that number. join me in the benediction may the grace of God 
and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace.